If you haven't noticed, everything is horrible. So if you want to retain any last sliver of sanity, you should probably get some earbuds to block it all out. And hey, maybe you already have some, but life is impermanent. So go to tweakedaudio.com and grab a backup pair of durable, tangle-free, and noise-canceling earbuds in one of seven styles and seven colors so you can drown out the sounds of the dystopian hellscape that is everyday life. Again, that's tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code GEEKBOX at checkout for 33% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping. Hello and welcome to the Comedy Button. I'm Brian Altano. Isn't that fucking great? With me is Scott Bromley. Hello, everybody. Ryan Scott. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Max Scofield. I don't know how, how we do this. I got the giggles. And Jared Petty. Let's get dangerous. All right. Welcome back Ooh. to the show, you big boy. I'm really happy to be here. It's been a while, and I love coming on with you guys. You make me feel so happy. It's you're good to of, have you. You're a bunch of nice boys. What are you drinking in your cup? You've got like a big old mug of old wa- big, brown water. Big, oh, brown. Yeah, this is, uh, brown this, water. this is water from the back of Scott's toilet. Uh, like the yep. old uh, nuclear war manuals taught you, you can actually drink the water from the back part of the toilet if that's safe. Like is that, it may is be that, rusty is and that, weird. Is that some Chechenian tetanus? No, no, no. This is, this is not that at <laughs> no, all. This, this is good old <laughs> American-made Flint, Michigan <laughs> drinking water. But Beautiful. no, this is a, this is some delightful drinking water from the back of the toilet. That's uh, good. Practicing my survival skills. It also, tastes colder back there. The old, you, the old rose worm juice. Yeah, and when you build your anti-radiation bunker, you dig into the ground and you have to make a 90 degree angle so the gamma rays don't come in and kill you immediately, but instead it takes several hours. Hey, Jared, just to clarify. Do you use trigonometry uh, to determine that? Just to be clear, this is like a, <laughs> an off-topic bullshit audio podcast, not a Fallout 4 wiki. Uh, no, no, no. That's that's fine. We're, we're talking about... The, I had this... like I have recurring nightmares about nuclear war have since I was five when I moved to Washington, D.C. Was it because of the morning after? Uh, that had a after. lot to do with that. The day after. That's right. The day after, the, the day after had a lot. To, you, you remember this? Of Scott. course I do. Yeah. That, that, that movie gave me nightmares for weeks. People probably aren't familiar with this, but it's like. Because nobody else on the show is 90 years old. Do you guys know this? Uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie where the wolves? No, no. This is a, this is a made for television <laughs> movie. I think it's from starring, 19... starring Steve Gutenberg and. Uh, uh, Jason Robards. It's yep. in 1983, and it was a. It's a, a Steve like, Gutenberg movie gave you nightmares. It's Dude. a depiction of of nuclear war between the, like City. like yeah like widespread nuclear war like world ending apocalypse. Uh-huh. It takes place around Kansas City, and when you watch this as a child on TV in 1983, when it really looked like World War Three could start at any moment, it was horrifying and traumatizing. Soon after that, I moved to Washington D.C., uh, and because I knew that was the capital, I was convinced I was going to be immolated first. And since then, about every three to six months. Up to today, I have dreams about nuclear war. Yep. It's it's never the same. I'm always having like an ordinary day. Wow. And I never know what's coming. There's never any warning, and I'm not scared in the dream. Like the dream doesn't tell me bad right. things are going to happen. You know, and then just suddenly a nuclear bomb goes the scene off. That's that always, the scene in that movie that always stuck with me was like the old man and his granddaughter like walking across the street, and then the bomb hits and they turn into skeletons. Yeah, they just turn. I was like, I was like, nope, I can't do this. That's you know the what, only another, part of that movie I liked was the skeletons. Was, was everyone turning into up. skeletons? That's really fucked up. Yeah, it's just it's it's a two-minute sequence of people running, pausing, and turning into a skeleton. That's the only part of the movie I like, because skeletons are bodacious. There should be more skeletons in popular culture. Is there, is there such thing as a bomb you can drop that doesn't actually kill everybody, just turns a lot of people into skeletons? <laughs> yeah, it's called Halloween, and, and they, just, the they just go around and they're like, holy shit, I can glow in the dark. It's sick. Yeah, if there was a bomb that would turn me into an animated skeleton, like a, a revenant bomb, uh-huh. I would totally go for that. Yeah. I used to be terrified of skeletons. I mean, Little did I realize was there was one He-Man. deep inside me. Yeah, That's you have true. one. Well, there's a skeleton within us all. Yeah. It's like at the end of Godzilla 2000 when they're like, maybe there's a little of Godzilla inside all of us, except it's skeletons, and there actually is. Yeah. I remember having like a, I had like a, a nightmare when I was probably five years old at my aunt's house where like there was a skeleton in the closet. Like literally the most fucking, like, t- fucking the rubric of bad dreams. Like, oh, skeletons in closet. Like, I think maybe you overheard that as a kid and was mm-hmm. like... Well, what if there was? Mm-hmm. And I'd, go to, I'd go to the Peabody Museum in, in Cambridge where they have like this entire hallway of skeletons of all kinds of animals. they got like whale skeletons hanging from the ceiling. They've got gibbon skeletons, which are terrifying. They look like, They're not great. They look like fucking Slenderman skeletons. No, I think if a gibbon skeleton came to life, I can't think of much that's more frightening. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. But for some reason, I was the most scared of the human skeleton. And it was you know, stupid you know because what, I, just, I am one. If you... Yeah, I have an exercise for you. If you go home and open your closet and walk inside, there's now an actual skeleton in your closet. Oh, wow. Did you put it there? Did you put it there? It's you, Max. That's the trick. When it's I was, that you're the skeleton because inside you is a skeleton. And inside thus, if you of the went house. into the closet, when you I, would be the skeleton in the closet yeah. for which you dream of and then yourself. If I, and then what if, if I, the skeleton was the friends we made along the way? And then if I come out of the closet, I'm a gay skeleton. <laughs> 
And then I finally reached my final form. You're pretty much already a gay skeleton. <laughs> I had a dream when I was four about a robot skeleton. Um, I woke up in yeah, my room. Yeah, it's called Terminator, pussy. Well, no, no, no. He wasn't like that. He was a skeleton, but he was mechanized so that his arms and legs would go down and make like a, the humming noise that like real robots have. Like, a, pretty sure uh, the Terminator can do that. Like, and I open, I open my eyes. I'm laying in my bed. I'm like four, and across the room, there's a skeleton just standing there upright, and his arms just sticking out stiffly and lowering to this his waist dream, and coming right? back out. Yeah. It's yeah. a dream. I have that's bullshit because everybody, everybody knows. to touch you on your bulls. No, he's nothing like that. I am the great Cornholio. Everybody <laughs> no. knows skeletons only make cartoon xylophone noises. <laughs> When they walk, <laughs> well, they should. But the skeleton dance, though, like man, that's bodacious. Like that old cartoon. What was that? That shit fucked me up. There was. Hold on. What's that? What's that? Spooky, that? scary skeletons. What's that shit that used to show around Christmas? Christmas. It wasn't it was skeletons. You know it's a wonderful no, skeleton. No, it has skeletons. Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. It had like a monkey man in it. It's all black and white. What? It's what like a, it's a movie they used to show that it was uh, like King Kong. I think it was like a quiet film. <laughs> a quiet, a quiet film, not quite silent, merely quiet. One of those yeah, shut the fuck like, upies. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking. I know what movie you're talking about, Brian. It yeah. was called. <laughs> Sounds like a bad code. It was called sequel. Skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> the quiet skeleton. They got the, the history of Hollywood with Brian Altano right here. The, the Christmas skeleton. The skeleton. We had the silent movie era, followed by the quieties, followed by the talkies. Skeleton. Yeah. It's beautiful. No, I don't Keep know what you're talking about. But I'm thinking about the skeleton dance with like it's a spooky and then they do the little like wavy thing. Yeah, it's yeah, really great. Yeah, they're great. That's a Skel- wonderful thing. Skeletons are a fucking blast. Yeah. I have all kinds of skeleton things in my home. I have uh Skeleton hand salad tongs. Oh, that's great! Angie has skeleton hand salad tongs. Yeah. Oh man, she loves those. That's the cool thing is going going shopping. I have a skeleton on my shirt too. We have a whole lot of skeletons. You have a what's that on your shirt? That's Uh, a troll. That's weird. Well, there are two of you have skeletons on your shirts tonight. If anybody's listening to the show and being like, "Wow, these adult men sound like giant fucking middle schoolers," well, you're right. Myth busted, idiots. Mm -hmm. We also have sick drawings in our Trapper Keepers. Yep, I've totally. seen a boob before. I have an orange Lamborghini. <laughs> My Trapper Keeper just had like a weird abstract Lovecraftian pattern on it, I remember. I really? A, yeah. I think I had a mouse kite surfing <laughs> That's on great. one. I had this. I had this, uh, I had this fight with my mom in like fifth grade. I had that's what I had on my trapper keeper. Yeah, was a fight, that fight you had with your mom? <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I, th- do you remember these ones? These were these were kind of later on when trapper keeper was trying to be like all edgy in nineties, and they had all yep. these extreme sports things. But yep. they were like play it was loud. This, it was this gorgeous like. I think it was like the same guy who would do Nintendo ads and stuff. Yeah, I had this trapper that had uh, yeah, the, the, the uh, Jared Leto Joker on there. No, why jerk <laughs> off when you can that. play Game Boy at the same time? I would pay fifty. Dollars for a trapper keeper with the Jared Leto Joker on I found, it. No, don't don't pay. You can just go to Target and look at the clearance bin. It's probably smeared with. I just found two, because Jared Leto was acting. I just in found there two of the ones I had. I had the Lamborghini Countach. Okay, so yeah, in the middle don't of nowhere, that word. Getting, Jesus. getting struck by lightning in yeah. a void, and then I also had uh, this one, which yeah, was yeah, a Ferrari in the reflection of cool so, sunglasses. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. I think they started remaking the classic stuff. Fuck, that's awesome. But the one that I had, it was it was a dude who's in an alleyway, and he's on inline skates or rollerblades. Mm-hmm. As they were mean. known at the time, and he's he's playing roller hockey against a fucking giant alligator that is also in this alleyway for some reason. Wow! And I <laughs> was like, amazing. I came, came up to my mom in Kmart or something, and I was like, Mom, I'm starting fifth grade next week. I need this, and she's like, Absolutely not, <laughs> really. And she like didn't have her glasses on because apparently we like I think I we went back a day later or something. I was like, seriously, can I get this fucking sick trapper keeper, you old bitty? But <laughs> and she was like. Oh, oh, it's he's rollerblading. I thought it was gladiators. And I was like, why would there be a what? trapper keep with gladiators? I don't know, but if there were, I'd buy it. Also, also, why is one better than the other? Yeah, also, if you have a problem with gladiators, you're going to hate next year when I learn about them at school where I'm taking this fucking trapper keeper. Here's another I, weird thing about trapper keepers. Like, I was just looking at them. And yeah. folks at home, follow along on Google if you want to. Image it's a fo- it was a folder you could put stuff in that they put but, garish <clears throat> art on the cover. But of. they would put garish art on the bottom half, and then they would put a smaller version of the garish a shark that was below it right in the top left hand corner that was weird they're yeah like, you did see that sometimes yeah, i know what you're like, talking about yeah, yeah. Like, it was like a porn side thumbnail and, and i, yeah, I don't totally. think, I, but i don't think we're doing thumbnail. it justice calling it a folder it wasn't just a folder it was a folder it was a with binder. folders it was within. a keeper yeah it was a binder with a of trappings. This cool like like velcro it had a velcro thing. flap that would open up a yeah. plastic three ring binder that had uh, uh the periodic table and dude, a I had, of I had, louisiana purchase on i had the most i had the most badass one it was like this dude with sun he had like these purple sunglasses and 
in a mohawk and he's like in a half pipe on a skateboard and there's this cop and he's like dude i gotta suck off this cop and he's just going to town just chucking on this cop's dick and the cop's like this fucking rules oh, you guys think there's the, like uh, a that's oh, that one that was a good one that's great. the art from the, the fold in for the uh the, the prodigy's music for the jilted generation that's right well that's yeah. what i was, that was do you think one. there's like a niche market for like trapper keepers with album covers yeah it's like, called the I entire thought. store five below okay that's funny <laughs> uh i don't think isn't ever, that the movie with sled dogs so i don't think they ever did like proper album cover stuff because like <laughs> available at five below <laughs> they, i think it's uh, eight below they they started bringing back trapper it's keepers a couple years ago as ipad cases like, they kept the same level of garbage quality, but they were like, now you can put your $800 pocket computer in there. Oh, oh right. there you go. Yeah. Uh, and it was, but they were, they were going to, like, the very early Trapper Keepers that were just, like, weird gum wrappers that didn't have any cool pictures of, like, rollerblades mm-hmm. or Lamborghinis on them. Man, I, I, I miss was, pocket computers. So I much. thought it was weird as hell that we had Trapper Keepers, and then you would go into, like, history class, and they'd, they would teach you about real trappers throughout, like, American histories, which yeah. were just, like, these David Crockett dudes that would just wear, like, animal yeah, no, parts. No, fuck yeah, fucking Tom Hardy in The Revenant. He's really, a trapper. I'm a trapper. He's a trapper and a keeper. He's got those, he's got those funny eyebrows and he's a real love maker the original trapper keeper was the be- the beaver's yard here's the kit carson edition of your trapper keeper that's right here we go lewis and clark were both trappers and keepers yes sir they loved each other very much and they had sex in the covered wagon all the time this is the I most accurate it- trapper keeper for lewis and clark because inside is sick they're not letting her go if, if there were a way yeah. to, like be a modern day mo- mountain man i think i'd probably go for it though like like traveling up into the rockies and just like trapping for for a living and being laconic that sounds yeah great. i think that sounds fun. There's some weird ship dudes used to do back we, then. Like, they would just work on a canoe for, like, 40 years. I made my boot. Didn't do well, I mean, that sounds like... I mean, yes, granted, a lot of us are blessed with very interesting vocations, but tell me it's not cooler than whatever anyone anyone else does to just be like, I'm exploring a wilderness. Look, I'm tra- traveling from place to is, place. Yeah, like, like hunting, mean, hunting is going after something. Trapping is like... They're bounty hunters for bears. It's aggravated littering. Like, you're, yeah. putting, you're like, oh, I'm just going to leave this here. That's true. And you are it'll destroying... kill something and, if it steps on it. And also, when enough of <laughs> you show up, suddenly you're, you're causing problems for people who were already there. You're right. I'm being yeah. very yeah. considerate. I've yeah, laid down some deer mind. bombs. Maybe I'll blow up a deer soon enough. <laughs> you ever seen Jeremiah Johnson? Like, with a Robert Redford movie? Do what now? Jeremiah Johnson, the Robert Redford movie. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. Available. Five I don't ball. watch a lot of Robert Redford movies. I'll tell you what, though. That movie, they, they shot it on the Rogue River in uh, in Oregon. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that movie just, I, I can't tell you a goddamn thing as, uh, about it aside from that. And I just, I don't even know if there's a hawk in that movie, but I just picture a hawk flying there's the whole time. Hawk in there's like movie. a hawk in one moment. But real, that's actually a pretty good movie. It's almost two movies. Like, the first part is like this like survival coming of age story. And the second half is this weird kind of twisted vengeance slash like like broken hearted everything's terrible violence story like good burger uh yeah kind of like that <laughs> from exactly dusk till or, dawn or eight below yeah. yeah what's that the from dusk till dawn yeah it's kind of two films yeah, i peter, really like it actually brian you know what now that i think about it peter travers from rolling stone did call good burger the jeremiah johnson <laughs> of children's <laughs> movie yes. of the burger genre children <laughs> movie cinema man i i don't get good burger i i don't understand the fascination well, uh, go really? stop yeah. eating it burger king i mean it's it's up there with other classics like it's pat or uh superstar oh let's sh- let's not i, I don't Stuart think saves i don't think we can watch Senator it's pat Al anymore Franken. i don't think that, i don't think that one uh, that's okay anymore I don't, think, what, I don't think it ever was. What, like the, the androgyny? It's just that, that, that that's the joke. Like, you, like, Try harder. You can do better. Can you believe that. the nerve of those people to get together and take a loosely formed, somewhat funny joke and stretch it into something that's <laughs> in the ni- 90 minutes? It's, how dare it's, it's like, Pat ghost written by Quentin Tarantino. Are really? you serious? Yes. Oh, that's. Well, I, that makes me want to rewatch that did, movie. He did an uncredited polish on that film. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I just, I never, I never thought it was funny back in the day. I guess that's my problem with it. But the idea of turning that into a movie—it's Pat. Some it, things, some, yo, that shit would fly, not fly at all right now. Well, forget, forget the, the, the on SNL or as a movie. No, as a movie, calling or anything really, calling a transgendered person it. Well, first off, that that's well, horrifying. She wasn't, she wasn't transgendered. She was just cagey. Or he, yeah. or he or he? It was no, just, I, there's, there's so many issues around this that are so badly handled in it. But Guys, beyond that, just the fact that a bad joke is carried for two hours. I know. That's that's a, it's an it's a, it's an affront to humor. It's ridiculous. You know, hey guys, can yeah. we, I, don't we, I don't know if we've talked about this in the last like we four, would never four or five episodes. <laughs> uh, can we take a moment to appreciate that when they were filming Master of Disguise, <laughs> starring Dana Carvey, nine uh, eleven happened, and the entire <laughs> cast and crew had a moment of silence. What? And Dana Carvey was dressed as the right. turtle. Yeah, that that's day. I don't like that's that's my mental image. I don't know if that's actually factually <laughs> no, true. No, it's true. But he comes out and he's like, 
Hey, uh, hey everybody. Hey, hey guys, I, I, I know that I'm I know <laughs> I know from being a method actor and a true master of disguise, but something terrible has gone down. That's on the IMDb page. If you, if you pull it up, they're like, <laughs> why were you reading movie factoids about Master of Disguise? I don't know. <laughs> and why would someone from the set be like, this is important. History needs to know this. That was a hard day for us. Yeah. I'm really know. surprised that was a hard day for the Turtle Club. Doing that? Dana Carvey went into his turtle shell and didn't come out for over three hours. <laughs> hey, you know that uh, Jimmy Buffett plays the pirate who steals Robin Williams' shoes and Hook? No. Does he really? Yes, he does. Okay, this that's kind of great. a fucking thing. Rufio. Rufio. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of like Hook, even now. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Hook, is, Hook is like a... It's a weird movie, yeah. but it's... I watched it recently. That has a bunch of strange-ass fucking cameos. It's got some weird stuff. It has a cameo from Pan Air, which is no longer uh, an airline. I think that was a goof because of Pan. Peter Pan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty on the nose. Yeah, I yeah. watch all the scenes with Dustin Hoffman. Just watch those all over Dustin again. Dustin Hoffman really is fucking amazing or all the scenes in that. with Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, yeah, that was her second movie. She mm-hmm. plays young Wendy in that. Yes, she does. Uh, weirdly enough, Glenn Close plays the pirate that gets put in that box of scorpions, the boo box. <laughs> Glenn Close. Yeah. They were like, yeah, what are you doing this weekend she's like i don't know not a whole lot you want to be in a weird peter pan movie what peter pan was a stand-up comedian who hated his kid and that other kid from dick tracy hey i don't know why if you have six and a half hours we were thinking you could spend six hours in makeup and then just half an hour shooting a five minute segment where you get covered in scorpions by dustin hoffman glenn close do you want to be in a dustin hoffman movie with the guy who was in roger rabbit oh wait wait, i'm just having a flashback right now of me and my little brother and my dad all singing a song at a captain d's great little seafood place restaurant to my mother begging begging to go see hook like we made a song up so that we could all go see it after dinner hey mom we want to go see hook it was kind of like that yeah you gotta talk to the cook something like that yeah (laughs) we sang the song to my mother because she didn't want to see it the rest of us did and it convinced her her. i'm sorry but i'm I'm sorry like i'm sure you're you're wonderful and i love you and i'm sure your mother's a wonderful woman you want to talk about another she could fuck right off for not wanting no no i I will punch you max you want to i'll punch you hard (laughs) do it oh my god Gotta, I've known you for like years, and this is the first the violent. You want my, 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 my mother's like the nicest person ever. She what, wouldn't hurt a fly. What was the name of that? What was the name of that seafood restaurant? You're uh, Captain D's, a great little seafood place. <laughs> it's generic D's? long Captain D's sounds like a porn. Captain site. D's <laughs> is is no Captain D's is it is an exact clone. Like you know how they used to make like IBM PCs, and then they made like PC clones. Yeah. And they would look just like IBM's, except they had, like, Compaq or HP stuck on the front. Captain D's is the that of Long John Silver's. It is a Long John Silver's in everything oh, but name. Okay. Oh, you it's mean, like, how asylum. a pizza... They even have, like, a pirate, like, Captain mascot. It's the how, like, Asylum Films of Long John Silver's? Or, yeah, or, or, like, like, exactly. Yeah, it, it, like, it's transnational Char- Char- train. Or how in yeah. shitty towns that you drive through real fast, you're like, that bank looks like an old pizza hut. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like that. And except the food at Captain D's is actually pretty good. That's a, that's the one difference is Captain D's food pretty so much just as good as Long John Silver's. All right, yeah. I, I love that. Like, I saw this real estate place, like a realtor or whatever, and I was like, like, you look like, like yo, a Taco don't, Bell. Don't front. You're at McDonald's. You got the fucking hamburger back. In this. He's, he's got a gun in your head right now, trying to set up a legitimate business. But that dude's stealing burgers at night. I wonder how often people would get like you know people just stumbling into their real estate office, being like, yeah, let me get a stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> Big fatty greasy Manhattan. Well, downtown get a fucking di- put a different ha- hat in your house, you dolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you put a nice geodesic dome up there and make it look less like a funny Italian? I don't know what the website was called, but I, I loved going to it for a while. I, mean, I remember that one. Yeah, uh, you're not fooling anyone. Yeah, you're it's like you're hut. you're a goddamn Pizza Hut. <laughs> Everybody knows you're a Pizza Hut. It's just a bunch of businesses and old Pizza Hut. Have you guys gone back to like a, a Long John Silver's and put no, like, the pirate never hat on? Been. Or have you ever gone to like Burger King and worn the crown as an adult? Oh, of no. course, it's okay. free. Yeah, I think if you go in now and you go, give me the crown. They're like, I hope you don't have a gun. Here. <laughs> I don't heavy, think any of us have done anything. I want to be treated adult. with some goddamn respect at this mm-hmm. establishment. I'm wearing a cardboard crown. Heavy is the head that wears the crown because you're probably shithouse drunk if you're going to do that at Burger King. You know what I would love to do is go into Burger King with a multi-ethnic group of old men and one guy in a wheelchair and be like, "Remember us, motherfuckers? <laughs> you forgot all about us. Are you like the kids' club? Yeah. We're the kids' club and we're back. We're adults now and we're neglected and we're suing for damages. Wheels pop the tire." Trying to get up in that fucking motherfucking store. It's like and Captain how, Planet, the next generation. See how many cops they call. Jaws is dead. <laughs> oh, God. Just like, so is the show, apparently. That was our moment of silence for Jaws. <laughs> what was his deal? He ate a lot or something? Of course, yeah. <clears throat> All right. 
I don't understand this. What John, this reference the Burger King Kids Club? Yeah. Oh, wait. We, oh, you, oh, that kid. Do you okay. not listen to this show? We reference them like every seven episodes. That fucking Suicide Squad. Of I children. do listen to your show, but for some reason my head just like flashed over to the shark. Kidvid, Jaws, yep. Paws, IQ. It's probably this toilet water. Pause uh, was the dog, right? Yeah, pause. Of snaps. course, Snap, was snaps, snaps was a that was a girl. woman who photographed. Oh yeah, girl. snaps. Snaps took photos. The blonde, that, uh, the blonde kid, girl. Kidvid's the type of dude that would like kickstart the ooyah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going 500 bucks on this motherfucker. Dude, this is I, you can, about, you can uh, play I, ROMs on your TV. I kickstarted you, yeah. Don't, 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 I did. Don't, we're, you kidvid, motherfucker. We're fucking recording. You you're like three that. dudes from the BK Kids Club combined, though. You're the smart guy, you're kidvid, and you're the dude in the wheelchair, and also the dog. Can I, What's can the dog's name? That's Barry. Pause. Wheels, pause, pause? kidvid. Really? There is, yeah, pause. There is. And then there's IQ, who's the guy who knows the names of the rest of them. <laughs> I like how can we talk about just how there's a there's a there's a huge disparity. You got like the really cool ones. There's fucking there's Kidvid who looks like a goddamn cyborg who like has a hoverboard. Yep. And then there's like Snaps who's just like a girl with a camera and you're like, ah, it's kinda I mean it's kinda suicide squatty in that sense. You're it's like, kinda fucking insane that these two competing burger restaurants, one of them was like, Five children have run amok, but we've got it under control, and the other place they were like, Talking animals and purple turds have mated with a clown and they're taking over all of the food all day long. Rubble. And there's a thief and a king. We have these weird bush goblins that love French fries. <laughs> they have no hands. And How do you guys not shoes? have a fast food sponsorship yet? I, I don't understand. Every We're actively pushing here. them away. Yeah. All right, is that I what it is? That's, I think that's what it All is. Right. Yeah. I just think that's fucking hilarious. Like in one in one restaurant, they're like, uh, the the most trouble we have to deal with is that there's a dog. <laughs> but don't worry, he's got goggles. It's safe. The other, and the other place, they're like, we don't know what that thing is, but it's seven foot tall and it looks like a purple Christmas. It has tree. a mad scientist with a light bulb on his head who is obsessed yeah. with pies and no, it shits just... it shits bicycles. Fucking grimace is, was he was originally the villain, right? Like he was a oh bad really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that guy. The yeah. six armed grimace. Grimace was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it, I, I know yeah, really, two evil hands amputated oh, by Ronald McDonald. Don't worry, at McDonald's obesity is always the villain. Like an idiot dolt. I, 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 I watched the founder. I thought Ray Kroc was the villain. That's true. The he's McDonald's the universe yeah. after watching that movie. He's the original yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Grimace and Donald Trump star in an ad together at one point? They did. They yeah. did. They did. It tells you everything you need to know. They make America wow. grape again. That's what, <laughs> God damn it. Oh, no. Did you guys see The Founder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. great Yeah, what you think of it? Yeah, That's a great movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was really interesting. Now I want to see like Sean Spicer come out and talk about the hamburger. <laughs> There's nobody stealing burgers back there. That's ridiculous. It's preposterous. He is a good man. Honestly. We if, clean the balls in play zone every day. If, fucking, if White House press conferences started becoming like McDonald Land ads, I'd be totally okay. And it's like, it's like in V for Vendetta where there's just a hamburger creeping around in the background and he's like, I don't, I didn't see a darn thing. And then he creeps away in a bush and you're like, da-da-da-da-da, I'm loving loving it. it. He's perfectly qualified to be the mayor of the cheese. And I'd be like, you know what? I liked it when my house had four walls, but at least the drones stopped shooting me with tasers when I was out gathering food in this scorched earth. They are not pom-poms with legs. They are fried children. What are those things called? Fry guys. Fry guys, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Are those guys from Mario too? They also used to dress up the chicken nuggets as little women. <laughs> okay, the chicken nuggets wrapping is one of the best things ever, though. That's that's, that's really amazing. Good. Yeah. Oh. This wrapping chicken nuggets. You remember okay. how on Halloween they would give you like a big bucket? Yeah, they give you a, a pail. Uh, it, it would either oh, yeah. be three different pumpkin faces, or they change it up one year. Where they're like, "You get a ghost, a witch, yeah, a or go- a pumpkin." A ghost, yeah. witch, or I have some of those. Oh, yeah. but that was the was the green one, the witch. Yeah, yeah the green one was the witch. I the like white that. one was the was the ghost. I didn't want the witch because she was a girl. <laughs> I always so, yeah. thought that was just a effeminate Frankenstein. Oh, I love those, man. <laughs> I still have a few of those. They're 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 like they're high quality. They hold Wait, together. How man. do you still have a few of those? I still have them. Well, why? I, because on, they're anyone... bodacious. Because Halloween is the best, <laughs> and anything related to Halloween I've bodacious. ever owned, I never got rid of. Yeah, didn't you listen to our skeleton conversation? We got fucking brain problems. Skeletons yeah. is the best, man. Tonight's episode is sponsored by the word bodacious. <laughs> That's right, bodacious is a good word. Do you also have uh, those the the Muppet Baby, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, and Fozzie that they gave out on Christmas? I, 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 I do have Miss Piggy. I don't have the other two. Oh, okay. I had the uh, the Looney Tunes characters that had those hard shells of superheroes. The superheroes. Yeah. I, don't, I, have, I still have all four of those. 
somewhere in storage. Whereas like Daffy Duck, but then he just he put on this Batman, Batman like bag. Were they officially uh, like? Yeah, they yeah, were because WB were bought DC, DC and, and that's how yeah. they celebrated. Okay, there so was... best best kids meal, Happy Meal toy ever. I postulate the Lego giveaway, where they gave away the Lego helicopters, Boo. and you can keep collecting them and just building on it and building oh, yeah, on it and but building then on it. Kid choked on it. But if you ate at McDonald's like long enough, you could really build, build some a, pretty you could build a boat, pretty fantastic you, you, no, stuff. You'd be dead first. Build, well, I, I mean, look what happened to me. I, build those arteries out real. I'm horribly overweight, but I did get all my Legos. This is really what happened. That's good. If you like, if you like blocks, you'll love your circulatory system. Do you remember those transformers <laughs> that were like ice cream and and breakfast sandwiches? We have, we have all of yeah. them on our desk. Yeah. Oh, you have those. We have yeah. six sick problems in our brain. I well, shouldn't talk Fra- with you guys about toys. That's right. No, you're, you're uh, like, Frank. Frank Knight used to work them. with us and works with Scott now on the Star Wars show. Oh, Frank Star Wars. Yeah. yeah Frank Star Wars came in one day and just dumped the bag of uh, these on our desk. And I had a few to begin with, and he was just like, "Hey, I noticed you have three of these. Here's all twenty. And I was like, "Oh, fuck. Those are great. They're great. But we, so I put them on up at noon all the time. If you ever see on the show there's like little hamburgers they're the ones that transform into robots yeah but they also had other ones that transform into dinosaurs yeah those are fucking which, yep. which are I, fucking weird what i like is people are like no actually dinosaurs are covered in feathers and i was like actually i believe they were covered in french fries yep. <laughs> vanilla frozen yogurt from a machine <laughs> i found this this game that i i, I or hamburgers do not transform with the dinosaurs that's preposterous have you guys ever heard of the, the tandy color computer <laughs> The Tandy? What? Yeah, the tan- yeah. not the Tandy. Like Most of us think about the Tandy 1000, which was the PC clone, but nobody, nobody thinks about the Tandy 1000. Yeah, the, not the, most of us, not one of oh, us. Oh, nobody actually, thinks yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, my, friend, well, my friend Jared Petty was talking about it. Yeah. Okay, well, good. Anyway, 1977. He was wearing this sash that says, I'm the only guy who talks about Tandy. <laughs> no, you can only buy them. It was a Radio Shack exclusive. Yeah, 1977. Same year the Apple II comes out. Same year the Commodore Pet comes out. The Tandy... TRS-80 comes out, mm-hmm. one of the earliest, and the earliest affordable microcomputer. Except Absolutely for amazing. that real shit. Three years later, the Tandy Color Computer comes out, which is also called the TRS-80, Fuck, but it's completely hardware incompatible. Anyway, they made this game for it. It's this kind of bodacious. Again, I'm going back to that word. You sound like game. Sarah Connor on so loft. Yeah, What's it called? It's, 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 been, it's this game about two... It's like a fighting game from 1982, but it's just two Tyrannosauruses fighting. Fuck. Oh, really? It's like Primal Rage? Di- it's like a fi- yeah, it's like Primal Rage, except it's in four colors, but the dinosaurs are huge and they go like like that at each other. They make noises. And the, yeah, they make noises. And the two guys and it's like you have this like field of view that moves it, back and forth, <laughs> so they the, can like go into the background and into the foreground. Was the and game fight. called T Rex, but Rex was spelled W. No, no. Although that would be a great name for it. What is this? I think it's called Dino Wars. Actually, I think that's the name of the game. Sweet. But I, I was just like looking at videos of this last night because because I don't know why not and. I was like, why don't we have like more things in our lives related to dinosaurs fighting? Because I feel like we got this really great like like injection got- of dinosaurs in the nineties and then dinosaurs just kinda went away. I think it is time for dinosaurs to make a triumphant return to our well, culture. We, yeah. They did. They did two years ago in the in number the one world. hit movie. But that was one movie. Like I'm talking about a, a wave of dinosaurs. I agree there should be a lot of dinosaurs. Covered in French fries. Yeah. I'm 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 down well, with that. I, mean, I always love dinosaurs. I agree I agree with you in the sense that uh we are severely lacking in bodacious uh dinosaur shirts of them riding skateboards or well, I found like, it. Yeah. Dino Wars. Yeah, there it is. It's it's a really kind of amazing game, especially for the time. Like you're just like, wow, that's that's right. They have like life bars, and it's it's exceptional. My big my big issue with just I don't know pop culture in general is is there are so many things out there that are fascinating on their own, but they're not marketable on their own. Uh-huh. So like just plain dinosaurs doesn't work. What about dinosaur skeletons? I mean, those are cool too, but those like great. glow in the dark ones. But like Jurassic Park is dinosaurs in modern day. Like okay. dinosaurs is the theme park. Um, you'll get. Video games where there's dinosaurs, but it's never just dinosaur versus dinosaur. It's always like Primal Rage with like a twist of like weird sci-fi or fantasy. Did you and there's also were... men in that game. There's like humans. Yeah. Did you or see there's... the hit 2000 Disney film Dinosaur? dinosaur? Okay, I no, did I see that. that. I saw that in the theater. Yeah. So exactly, I've... something like that comes out, which is playing it totally straight, still with that like Disney Disney like right, you know, right, family right. twist or whatever. But and then like... they make a ride out of it for. Animal yeah. Kingdom. And what about that terrible show? It's like I'm the baby. Oh, what dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah but, that's, but that's like cartoon versions. You know, okay. like I would that's love. Dinosaurs. I would love a Sorry. fucking video game with the polish of a fucking Assassin's Creed game where you're just a raccoon. Oh, that sounds amazing. Like you're yeah, just it's you're a raccoon. Sly Cooper. No, no, not not like a fucking shitty anthropomorphic like cartoon oh. raccoon. Like just a regular. So the realistic Max, raccoon. the closest you'll Did get you play is Tokyo Jungle. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, well, the, the closest no, the, thing you get again, no, the Pomeranians closest you'll get dinosaurs. Cool idea, but like still kind of the closest you'll get is there's this team of 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 just like low rent game developers, and they're triumphantly that I'm not making fun of them. This is what they go for. No, I know. Um, yeah, and they make all these like shitty animal simulators that are like they started off like trying to make like wolf simulator and all this other stuff. It's basically to, to rip off goat simulator, but without really any of the like whimsy, the, any of the whimsy. Yeah. It's just like busted well, shit. There, wasn't there one but where the, you so played a bear? Well, yes, yeah, so there's bear simulators lion there's like and there's so i think if you looked up i'm sure if i did it right now there's probably a raccoon simulator it's <laughs> janky as fuck it's never going to be on the level of like assassin's creed because that's a really hard thing to explain to a lot of people yeah. but but i mean think of like i mean your best think i of, think your best bet is like a mod like, for a think game. Of like, like when a, you say you want it to be like assassin's creed are you going to be a human man and then you're jacked into the brain of a raccoon in i mean that'd be pretty interesting medieval times i don't no. think about, i don't think historically but like I mean, think like Metal Gear Solid, but instead of a, a guard being a guy who comes after you with a gun, he's like a dad with a tennis racket, and he's like, you know, eight times larger than you. Hey, well, yeah, because we like Jesus we have shit, honey. That fucking thing's in our yard waste bin again, and you're like, dun, yeah, dude. Dun, I, I, dun, just dun, fa- dun, I just found two games on my phone: Raccoon, Raccoon Simulator 3D by Chroma Club, and Raccoon Survival Simulator 3D. Yep, Raccoon Simulator. There you go. Yeah, yeah look at that. Looks like these, raccoons I, and dinosaurs. I want, I want these at like. There's 60, that boy. I want these like sixty frames a second. I want like high res hair on the raccoon. I well, you know all what? kinds of different collectible <clears throat> you know what I trash. Told people who have big dreams like that, go make it. Yeah, you gotta make it. Yeah, I'm working on it. All right, all right. It's on Kickstarter. Head to Kickstarter.com slash. Throw some exploding God, doors I, in that I game. Wanna, and Galangus is halfway I, through it. I want to see. I want to be a fly on the wall of that conversation where Max is like, "Hang on, I got my trapper keeper with my design doc for my raccoon simulator game." Oh, they have an Look how you brought it all back around there, Ryan. That's I'll bring impressive. it to your funeral, you pussy. <laughs> okay. Is that cool? Can well, I show it to your you, weird ghost? You don't know when I'm going to die. What's this? You might be holding on to that design doc forever. What? 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 Why don't you say some more mean things about my mom, Max? Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Your mom didn't want to see Hook. Well, I mean, Hook was pretty great. It was great. Your Come mom on. made a mistake. Did she apologize afterwards for not Nah, she did not. She was just like, that movie's really funny. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make things strangely awkward. No, it's, it's, we, we do that all the time here. Okay. It's fine. I don't, th- I don't think Hook's that great. I think. I was gonna say, oh, really? You don't like Hook? It's fine. It's, it's, it, I find that movie to be incredibly unsettling. What about, the, what about that part where that, that large boy just tucks all his limbs into his body and rolls down? A <laughs> I, it's a very unsettling film. <laughs> that part I, is like... I have never seen Hook. I what? Have, I have really? seen... Somehow. I've never seen Hook. I've seen Hook many times, <sighs> I think, but... I don't think I've ever sat all the way through because I get bored of Hook. Yeah, of really? Hook. Yeah, it's oh, just like this weird fever dream. It's and also very, like, very. Yeah, that's the most accurate description. It is a very bizarre fever dream. Yeah. I remember. I remember Peter Pan being a man missing a game, getting mad at his son for throwing a baseball at, a, at an airplane window. Yep. And them eating weird food. It's like drunk. Okay. Drunk dad goes to pirate man. So I think Island. you pretty much remember all the parts be- before he becomes Peter Pan, which is like the first fifteen minutes. So yeah. probably. the nuance of that movie is really fun because. This was an idea that Spielberg was kicking around since, I want to say, after Raiders of the Lost Ark. And at one point, it was going to be a stage musical, and John Williams was was doing the score. Again, I read the fucking IMDb page because I have brain problems. But it was this idea that was floating around for a while, and there were a bunch of different drafts of the script. There was a different director attached to it initially, and then they found out that Spielberg wanted to get on board. And they were like, uh-huh. they just paid off the dude who was signed on. They were like, hey, sorry, um, somebody needs to sit where you're sitting. Here's a check. <laughs> Please leave. And they just Man. fucking paid this dude out. And then, you know, and yeah, it's, do you like sexy ladies in problematic situations? Do you like big muscular dudes with swords jumping around, shouting and shit? Animals doing things that animals probably don't actually do? Well, you need some Japanese animation. That's right. I'm talking about anime, baby. Go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up for a free month-long trial today. Anime baby on Crunchyroll. I don't know. It's, it's super fun. Spielberg it's just, just like paying people off. Yeah. Have, you heard, have you heard this thing? Like, I, I don't know if it's true. But um, with Universal Studios, uh, when it was first starting up, they kind of like had Universal was trying to compete with Disney and they didn't think that they would compete, but they would just they needed some marquee stuff. So they licensed his movies to be used in the park on the back on the back tram tour. Okay, right. But instead of giving him a licensing fee that expired, they just said, we can't afford it. We don't think it's going to take off. 
We'll just give you like 2% of the park profits. Oh, my gosh. Holy shit. Oh, wow. In perpetuity. Oh, 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 wow. Holy okay. shit. Oh, well. And his children and his children's children under the seventh generation shall never work again. And they cannot yeah. get out of it. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible. He, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I, I was dun, really dun. fortunate from, from about 1997 to 2001, I lived in Orlando. And there's just. I've never heard a sentence go that way. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, it was, it was spectacular because you're there between like, you know, you're 18 years old and you don't have any money. And yet somehow you always have money to do just, just enough money to do something you want to do yeah and so you're right there it's between bath salts and universal and, and disney and and that weird orlando downtown kind of Ugh. like surf punk culture yep. slash that weird swing dancing revival thing was going on for some reason and, and yo, Matt, it was Max a really I, weird time but Max and i were talking about this shit today but like it's so fucking weird how like they're they're they advertise gators everywhere and it's like they fucking kill people like they're everywhere you go they're like we got these beasts they're cool, right? You can get them on. You can get lollipops and Y'all socks. Like gun well, shows. Guys, yeah, hey, well, one of them get, made a baby a few years ago. You, you guys used, like that? You get used to them. When, like I, I'm not kidding. I'd like get up in the morning, bleary eyed, because after college, I, I lived there for a while. I like walk out of my house, and there'd be like you know a gator just sitting on the lawn, just like so, just like dude, go pick I, up the newspaper and like walk back. We, we did like I, three episodes in a row about Florida because just you, life is a beautiful bitch. Yeah, know, sent us all there like within the same month. Uh, and I remember going in like a couple weeks before we were talking about alligators, and I was like. Yo, if you just got rid of every one of those things on Earth, like I'd be okay. Fuck, the, fuck those. Oh, beasts. don't be mad. And, the, and then we went down there. We went to an alligator place, and like we held the baby one. And I walked away, and I was like, "Yeah, man, fuck those things." <laughs> <laughs> well, what what was neat about that was uh, talking about Orlando, and specifically was. Both Universal and Disney uh-huh. had these huge open tourist areas that were both designed to draw locals in, but then designed to draw adult tourists in as well. They were kind of like little mini Vegases, little nightclub areas. Mm-hmm. And so even though we didn't have any money, you go hang out in those constantly. And you meet people from – every time you went, you meet different people from all over the country. And it was this kind of wonderful like mix and mingle and Talking about thing. iDrive? Yeah, because we were the townies, but there were always this like just rotating cast of people moving in and out. It was really cool for dating, but it was also just really cool for meeting people and having cool stories. What, and, what comes to mind? And what's, you meet these, these like wonderful, a, synthetic, bizarre places. I don't know. I remember meeting a girl there and like taking her to see Starship Troopers on a date, which was a terrible yeah. mistake. That's third base. Um, yeah, don't take <laughs> don't take somebody to see Paul Verhoeven movie on your first date. That's that's a bad idea. But they do they get naked in that movie. Aim lower. Yeah. Well, I didn't, like, I didn't shoot, know. Shoot, shoot for anal and then if that goes well, do, do fucking RoboCop or something. Like, I love that guy's film. So I, I, Would you I, like I, to know more? I adore Starship Troopers. I adore RoboCop. Uh, I love them both so much. I want I want a hard R RoboCop game so badly. I was like, going to say, we already got the, the movie. World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, what a wonderful motion picture. Uh, I, I think RoboCop's Robert, one, okay, one of the best movies the, ever Go seen. back to the Florida woman, please. Florida woman? Tell this tale. Well, she wasn't a Florida woman. She okay, was a the, transplant. The, okay, again, you know what I'm talking about. Just go back to the story that you were telling. Well, it's not much of a story, actually. I was really just trying to prompt conversation from others by talking about my I'm own life. I'm catching a lot of Miami heat Pret- between yeah, you two yeah. tonight. What's going on Jared, over there? Jared, pretend I'm a, I'm a movie uh, new Newsreel in Starship Troopers. Would you like to know more? I would like to know more. Go on. You go to these places and just be like, hey, okay, so you're wandering around and you could be by yourself or you could be with a group of friends. If you're with a group of friends, you can do things like, you know, get arrested at Disney World, uh, which which is a fun thing to do on a Christmas evening. And Um, how did that happen? So long ago. Uh, in days of old, uh, myself and several college friends decided to go down just the week before Christmas to see the Christmas decorations at Downtown Disney, which is this like outdoor area that you don't have to pay to get into. It's now Disney Springs. Yeah. So there's Downtown Disney, and near Downtown Disney's Disney Boardwalk, where Atlantic Dance was and some of other stuff. And they would always Pleasure decorate Island. that for Christmas. It's over by where old PI used to be, not too yes. far away. Yeah. And I think PI is closed now, right? It's all Disney Springs. It's yeah. all okay. one. Okay. But it's, it's like an outside area, like University yeah, City Walk. But you're still something. in the park because Dis- Disney World, if you know, is a County. Like yeah. it's, yep. it's immense. It's as large. Right. It's Wait. as large as San Francisco. It's seven miles by seven miles. Yeah, and you like drive from place to place in it. So we're in there mm-hmm. and we're wandering around at the boardwalk, and it's me and five friends from college, and we're just kind of wandering along there. We're like, oh, look at the Christmas lights, and we're walking down this road, and we're doing you know college stuff, and there's girls there, and I'm like, oh, the girls sure are cute. And I'm like, oh, we're getting farther and farther from the lights. Oh, maybe we'll get snuggly, you know. And we're wandering off together, and then after a while, we're like way far from the lights, but we're still walking down this road, and we're just talking about. About existential college stuff that you do when you're 18 and hyper pretentious. Mm-hmm. 
And I can't believe River Country is trying to create a synthetic appearance of what America was. Exactly. <laughs> so you're walking along that kind of thing. And uh, have you heard about this Hall of Presidents? Way, and we're just walking. <laughs> well, that, okay. So Hall of Presidents walking along, kind of walking, and you walk a long way. Like their Christmas lights are gone, but there's no signs. There's no gates. And we walk up, and there's the Eiffel Tower. And we're standing somehow. Y'all walked all the way to Perry. We walked all the way to World Showcase in Epcot. And we came in some back road, God knows how, walking along from a downtown Disney, like, Christmas light decoration road. We pop out in Epcot, which is a long way away. Yeah. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning, and we're in Epcot. Same people would have looked at that and gone, well... This isn't the place we're supposed to be. We should turn around. Right. Uh, but instead, there's a big, giant, illuminated golf ball off in the distance. We're like, I wonder if we can make it to the ball, man. So we go cutting through the park to see if we can get to the ball at 2 in the morning. Because obviously, there'd be no Disney workers in Epcot at 2 a.m. That's when we met Carl from Disney Police. Disney doesn't have security. They have their own police force. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And we met Carl, and Carl was like, what are you doing here? And he said, we came down that road. Oh, sorry, he's like, sorry. How, did, how did Carl enter? He's like, let Carl, me tell you about my sister-in-law, Rachel. Carl walks up in a rain slicker with Guess a badge we because it's just begun to rain. And Carl's like, hey, we guys. kill you now. You're not supposed to be here. Don't run away. And then Carl gets his radio out, and we're like, what if we run away? And Carl's like, don't run away. And we're like, we're thinking about running away. But we don't because we're good little children. Carl gets on his radio. Is Carl and a big dude? He's talking to Carl's huge. Yeah, Carl's I figured immense. you tell yeah. me about a cop that works at Disney named Carl in the 80s. I'm picturing a big ass. Yeah, he's a big dude. This is <laughs> like the late 90s. I'm not These that old. These Twinkies yeah. are for my wife. She's pregnant. It starts to rain, and we're all standing out in the rain except for Carl, who's standing under an awning. And Carl's talking on the radio, and Carl's like, blah, blah, and we're like, where did you come from? We're like, we came down that road. He's like, there's no road there. There's a gate there. We're like, there's no gate. Carl's like, the gate's closed, man. Like, there's no gate. Carl's not listening to us, so Carl takes us, and he walks us. We get our wish. We walk all the way from World Showcase down to the mall, which is about a quarter of a mile. We're under the big ball. It's glowing at night. It's 3 o'clock in the morning under Spaceship Earth. That's where we meet Dave from Disney Police, and Dave has a sport coat on. Well, now we're, now we're, now we're in trouble, because Dave has a sport coat, a badge, and a gun. Right. And that's that's frightening, because oh, people shit. at Disney don't have guns. I yeah. heard they, they get drunk and shoot the ball at night. So, yeah. <laughs> so Dave's like, where'd y'all come from? And Dave does not look happy to see us at all. He's like, what y'all break and i'm like what what do you mean we break it's like what'd you tear down i'm like what are you talking about man so we dave the, we stole the troll from the norway dave ride. talks <laughs> us to her a while about how much uh, about our our potential prospects and he's trying he's like you guys need to talk now and I'm like about what and I'm like he's like where did you come from I'm like through there he's like there's a gate there like, no gate he puts us in the disney paddy wagon mm-hmm. and we go driving i've never been up. on that ride yes <laughs> the disney paddy wagon is on the outside, pristine and beautiful and has, like, big mouse ears. And on the inside is full of, you know, Just like, vomit. the smell of human feces and vomit that you expect yeah. to find in any paddy wagon. Oh, and we're shit. crammed into the back of this, and they're driving us to the Disney police station. And then the radio up front's like, and we can overhear, it's like, are we caught them? I'm like, what? It's a small world. And they actually stop and start talking. And they're like, where'd you guys say you came in from? And we're like, through the road behind like the Eiffel Tower. And they're like, blah, blah. so it turns out another group of college kids had snuck into the park that night and vandalized a bunch of stuff. Uh, they thought we were them. Uh, and they thought we were lying. So finally, they sent somebody back down the road. We said that there was no gate on. Sure enough, somebody had left a gate open. And so instead of taking us to Disney Jail, where they were taking us... They took you to Spaceship Earth to go on a ride. They're like, where is your car? So like 5 o'clock in the morning. This isn't a very good story. But about 5 o'clock in the morning, they take us back to our car, which is parked in a handicapped space. Um, And they give you a ticket for that. And then drop us off. And then, yeah. And that's the end of the Did they really? Did they really give you a ticket for parking in a handicapped space? No, they let us go. They're very sweet. (laughs) Okay. And they're just like, don't come back. And that was that. So. Wow. Don't come back now, you hear? Yeah. So that was that. Not much of a story, really. No, that was a pretty yeah. good story. That was that was, that was a, a good story. Oh, no, that's how I got to ride. That's how I got to ride in the Disney pad- can't paddy wagon. I mean, Carl and Dave. Because I was going to say, like, as someone who went to who went to Disneyland recently or Disney World recently and was in vans driving around backstage, yeah. to get to places, I see where you could have easily made your mistake if mm. one fence was open and ended up in there. Yeah, I mean, it is so simple. If one gate is open, just like yep. you said, if one gate is open in the on the wrong street, you can walk into yeah. anywhere. And on we, that to be fair, we we knew better. Like we're walking along, and we're like, we should not be here. This is not an area. The turnstiles were probably off to the side. We didn't walk right. through them, but they're there. And we're like, we should not. But be like here. I was back, right. like I was behind at uh, wow. backstage at, at Hollywood Studios. Oh yeah, and. 
anywhere you go, like you can just walk up any path once you're back there. Oh, once you're back there, end up saying. and end up anywhere in the park. Absolutely, I had easily. A, so my girlfriend, my freshman year of college, was a marine mm-hmm. biologist at Disney, and which was great because she was really cool and she was like a dolphin trainer, and we got like free tickets. Mm-hmm. So all that was really great. The fuck and, did she uh, studied the Nemo's? No, she no, like worked. There, the, you know, Living Seas. Living they have the sea, dolphins there. She I, took I, care of the dolphins. It's there. not real. Yeah. Is what I said. Is yeah, not it was real. great. You should. So I would get to go to the park a lot, and you get to see some of that like underground backseat. And man, Disney. What a well-oiled machine! I know Disney has you know people, talk, but man, what a cool mouse place. like to get greased up. <laughs> Some neat stuff over there. That's all I got to say. Those parks are cool. There was a guy on YouTube that was upload. He was like sneaking into closed-off sections. Do you remember this guy? I saw, I actually watched. Hey, it's funny you bring that up. I actually watched a video, and that's why I brought up River Country. Yeah. Some kid went to the abandoned River Country like three weeks ago and was yep. walking around that old water park that's just been taken over by leaves and crocodiles. Yeah, oh, and no it, kidding. It's yeah. funny. Wow. Insane. Which, like, I'm, I'm fascinated in, in like, abandoned theme parks and stuff like that. Just me on, too. Absolutely. Like, on, on a horror movie level type of thing. But the Disney thing is cool because there's, there's an active park still very much there, but you go to, like, some pocket to the left, and it's just like, oh, this old, like, robot cowboy frontier west world shit is now covered in hawks yeah yeah and, and, <laughs> okay, and that's the difference between florida and california in florida they have enough space where they can just be like yeah fuck it that no boats ever come yeah. out to this place ever again exactly. so it's gonna let it rot and you always want to think there's like this weird like uh thing where like if you hit the notch on one of the water rides like the path opens and you go down that <laughs> instead. Oh, like, man, like, I, oh, I'm on the abandoned old haunted ride now. When I was a kid, I, I used to imagine that theme parks had secret passages for really curious kids and if you hunted hard enough and you push on the right panel, Michael you would Jackson's find like dead. a secret attraction. Jesus. And, like, yeah, I, I still like, I know that they've talked about like Nintendo's building that park in, in Japan. I so badly want there to be like a hidden level. In the park. I like, mean, there's a bunch of the tunnels and stuff underneath. Yeah, but not just that, but like a place that you yeah. can, if you try hard if enough, you can find. If you hop over a wall specifically, you'll end up it's, in the minus what world. Do you, you want exactly. a, yeah, you want a warp pipe? <laughs> I do. I want one, like, I want a theme park with, like, one area. Just Kind of like, you ever see the community episode with the, with the uh, trampoline? Like a place like that. Oh just yeah, yeah, yeah. Being rewarded for a sense of whimsy. I mean, I think there's there's definitely an audience for that. You see this with escape rooms and with like those weird scavenger hunts, like the the what is it, the the Jujun Institute and stuff like that. The Juno Institute, the Dharma Initiative. Yeah, with theme parks, it's tough because you want to inspire discovery and whimsy, and also keep people as protected from themselves as possible. Yeah. There is that. Yeah, like it's just like, like wow, you... what a world of discovery and imagination. Let's go. We oh no, it. all of I these. Doors are I, fake. I do like the idea of a theme park that's like it. It covers its bases. It does. It does the stupid fun shit on the surface <laughs> level, but there is that in and out secret menu right. level to it, where it's like, oh, if you do this thing, mm-hmm. you get to do this because people like to feel like they know a secret or something. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of them have stuff like that. Scott would probably know more. Worst There's a lot the... of weird hidden things in Disneyland, though. Oh yeah, there is hidden stuff all over the place. And wasn't there the weird thing in Universal, like when you went to the studio, the actual like film lot for a while, that if you mentioned one of the one of the young ladies' names from Animal House, they would do something special on the tour, like if you said bab sent you Oh, for a that, while. that sounds right. I think I remember that. Yeah, there, there were little bits like that, and I love that kind of stuff. I got things like that. In, in I went to I, I went to Universal a couple times when I was a kid, and that's a, such a weird park um, because this was like before there was. I mean, we had blockbuster movies, but there wasn't really a, all the sort of marketing and the, the way they do it now, where everything yeah. is just like a billion dollar property. Yeah. But we went on the Jaws ride, and we got stuck at the part right when Jaws comes out. Well, got, oh wow! But you went to the Florida one where you yeah. had an actual ride. Yes, because it was yeah. an actual boat ride. Yeah, 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 that you would go around and then Jaws, which is a fucking you. awesome ride. So Jaws attacks you a bunch of times throughout the ride, and he attacks different parts of the boat. But there's like this one seat where in in the back corner where he hits like three times, you get splashed a bunch of times, and it's like the it's like it was the, the seat. splash zone, the splash zone. Uh, but we got stuck in the middle when Jaws was coming out, and there was just like the top half of a fucking robot shark just like gnashing at the mm-hmm. bottom of the boat <laughs> yeah. for like six minutes, and it was just like, and they shut off the music, so all you could hear is his mouth just like. That's disconcerting. I think it was frightening. It was fucking. It, it went from being like terrifying to really funny to being like, oh god, what if this is like just forever now? Yeah. <laughs> like I've been on. I've been on a couple rides that have gotten stuck. Like I was on. It's a small world. Oh no. We were stuck on that ride for like forty-five minutes in front of. I think it was Pakistan, and it was just like you want to get out and walk because the water is four inches deep, but right. also you'll die. Um, and. 
they just play that song for mm-hmm. for 35 minutes and you're like i know this is a short ride i know i can get out of here in a minute but to be fair if you're gonna get stuck on small world pakistan's a pretty interesting area to get stopped it's at. pretty cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got yeah. they got great stuff there's, there's one a- time when i when i went to disneyland last we went on pirates of the caribbean and there was this guy like in our car like in front of us who kept taking like flash photographs oh, in the ride that is forbidden and they had they yelled at him like over, over, the, intercom, over yeah. the intercom like three or four separate times and he kept ignoring them and I was like, any minute, somebody's just going to jump out of a hidden patches and whisk him away, and he will never be seen again. I yes. just love the it idea. It never that, happened. Why didn't he meet Carl and Dave? Like, I don't know. My oppressors. Why weren't they there? I don't know, man. That's weird. I feel yeah. like, that's, like, like that guy was going to be on a blacklist forever, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I, to this day, I kind of look over my shoulder when I go to Disney. I'm like, do they recognize me? Yeah. Isn't that I weird? Those guys, those guys got you shook for life. That's kind of fucked up. So Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went back afterward, and nobody ever said anything. So I guess I didn't have facial recognition technology. So Carl yet. and Dave but, have been dead the whole and again, time. Carl and Dave were like they were nice guys though. I should I really man, I do remember the smell of the Disney paddy wagon. It was really it was not it was bad. Yeah, just like because it's such Disney really does better. Carl and Dave else. Rescue Rangers. <laughs> okay. Chippendale Rescue Rangers again, just sublime. Yeah. Really that's good. a good show. Yeah. The, all, the, all the Disney afternoon shows from, from the early period especially. Fantastic. Yeah. Zipper's the best character on that show. Yeah, he's a good What about, what about, what about uh, Gidget? Gadget? 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 Best character on the show. No. Zipper. No. Zipper's the no. best. No. But if we're going to talk Disney afternoon shows... What about Jalapeno Harry? I, I really do feel like Darkwing Duck oh, is... Monterey is, Jack. Uh, I love cheese. I'll do. Didn't Monterey Jack have like... Was there ever a Pepper Jack showing up? Like a, like a weird... That he would fuck? Schizophrenic yeah. cousin who's <laughs> no, like... You know, the Think about Monterey Jack. A lot of people don't know he would just fuck whole things of cheese. Yeah, it's why he all, would, has all the holes in it. He would run up on those holes and just come inside of them, just be like, "Oh, I can't I feel, stop myself." That was, that was a weird show. I don't know how they, they workshopped that from top to bottom. They're like, "All right, what if what if uh, unpopular vermin were in fact Magnum PI and Indiana Jones, but?" They were teamed up with a weird sky pilot with his fly friend and a sexy mechanic mouse. Yep. But big big fan of that entire program block, especially early on. I, that even was the when, best. I mean, you had the gummy bears first on the Saturdays, and then you had DuckTales uh, come in, which really, in a, in a lot of ways, DuckTales kind of saved Disney, and, and deservedly so. It's a really neat show. The animation quality is spectacular. But then mm-hmm. you go on, and things like Darkwing Duck or Tailspin. Little Mermaid t- also saved Disney. T- in I, l- yeah, no, but DuckTales <laughs> bought them that time they needed. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I don't, I'm not saying they would have gone under. I, Roger Rabbit helped, but really DuckTales, the fact that they were able to expand into television so successfully and create... But they what produced about just higher the gargoyles? <laughs> oh, well, gargoyles, that's another... I mean, that kind of ties in in a weird way, too. We're, right? A little we're, later on. But, but DuckTales opens that door, and then... I love how Tailspin is like, we don't really... We have like... Nobody this, liked it. You don't have to, no. you don't have to wax nostalgic about Tailspin. Tail I think Tailspin is in, in retrospect... No. You go back and watch Tailspin. Shows. It's like here's a high concept, it's no like quack film noir show yeah. about pilots, and like the 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 closest thing you have to a bad guy is like a fox with a funny accent that flies an airplane, and and there like an evil mogul. Yeah. I mean, the, the bad guy on I that want, show is I a tiger that. that happens to own a lot of businesses. I want that live action. Oh, I want John Favreau to direct. Seventeen. Oh, like, Tailspin. Yeah, give me give me all the Jungle Book animals, but put them in some fucking clothes. <laughs> that would get, be unreal. Waited to make. Murray some, flying some, a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I would sell my soul to the awesome. devil be for a Tailspin awesome. yeah. live action movie. And just, I mean, I don't know, take like a plot from a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movie before Depp comes in and fucks it up with all his wine. Oh, it's just, so good. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Florida and DuckTales, when we were in Florida, we were in a long, long car ride with uh, Mega Ran, uh, the rapper. Oh, that guy's great. Friend of ours. And he was, uh, <laughs> we, he cannot even hear these. We were, t- we were talking about, God damn it. We, were, we were just like cracking goofs as we do no matter where we go in this <laughs> getting funny into, world. Getting into scrambles. Getting into sort, it's all sorts of scrambles. I don't know where this came from. This was after a lot of sun and McGovern. Huffing, huffing fumes. Yeah, Florida and, will do things to you. Yeah, and uh, he was he. Somebody was talking about how his friend got a Dewey. He's like, yeah, my friend got a Dewey. He was like, I'm like, what's that? It's like a DUI. I'm like, what do you call it when you get multiple Deweys? And Mega Man, without skipping a beat, goes Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that as the trilogy of DUIs that takes your car and your children away. <laughs> this this broke my mind. I, I never thought about this, but Huey, Dewey, and Louie all have the same voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, but back in the day, man, they all had the yeah. same voice. That, that, that broke my brain when I heard that. Yeah, the first new time. show. The Fucking, new show. They also uh, yeah, they gave them voices. actually appropriate ages. They're not triplets now. Oh, oh really? wow! Yeah, I, don't know how I feel they, about that. Ducks lay like eggs. Huey is the oldest. Dewey is the middle, and Louie. 
is the youngest. I, I didn't realize that. I don't like Meanwhile, that. Meanwhile, Goku is still voiced by the same 90-year-old woman. <laughs> and Uncle Donald's still fucking off in the military. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with that dude, by the way? Uncle everyone Donald's- everyone in that show can talk like a human hey, man. That him. man is a patriot. That yeah. duck is a patriot. He puts himself between you and if the you, threat Brian, of a dangerous you, world you every day. Seen, if you have seen what Donald has seen... You might, you might go a little quieter. He's a career too. man. What's wrong with him? He's like, he's like eighteen. He's like, I'm joining the navy. I'm going to retire. Jared, I'm, talk, I'm talking about his goddamn speech impediment. Everybody else in that he's joke. seen some shit. Listen here, man. I got Scrooge a lisp. Seen some I got a lisp. I can, I can sympathize yeah, with this guy. Money, you don't want to make fun of people with a speech impediment. Money problems, Brian. Don't money, you know the moral of the story? Money doesn't solve Transylvania. <laughs> you leave, you leave Donald Duck and Porky Pig alone, man. They're All doing right. the best they can. I think Porky Pig has a straight up stutter. That's one thing. Donald Duck is, speaks in. A, if you saw Donald Duck on the street, you'd be like. <laughs> You'd be like, that dude's a crackhead. No, man, I've been spending my entire life people make fun of the way I talk. I, no, I feel like don't. Donald you talk great. People love the way you talk. I have talk. a terrible lisp. What the hell are you talking about? People listen to the show, and they're like, I would listen to that man read the back of the cereal box. That's because they're nice people. The people listening to your show are way nicer than most people. That's I mean, true. you have a great audience. They're That's incredible true. people, which, by the way, again, very happy to be here talking we about. built them all brick by brick with a <laughs> band. <laughs> now, they're good, good people out there. They are good people out there. No, I, think it's, I, I still think it's very unsettling that everybody on DuckTales can speak like a human adult man, except for Donald Duck shows up once. He's like, well, that's why he goes off to the Himalayas to huff paint or whatever it is. It, it is a little weird when you read the Donald Duck comics and he's like, like waxing all like prosaic. That's fucking bizarre. Well, I think that's well, what, it's he also, thinks, it's, it's it's what he thinks he's saying. It's sort of like the the, the Wiley Coyote thing where he doesn't talk unless he's up against bugs. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense when he's up against Bugs, because Bugs can talk, and he, he shows up and he's like, Hello, I'm in part of the local theater troupe, and I'm going to kill you with rocks. I fucking love when Wile E. Cody talks. I fucking love it. It's Wiley so Coyote. Coyote. I got it. I got it. Genius. Hello, my name is Mud. Uh, but no, like, I love when he goes up against Roadrunner, if he spoke, it would be fucking creepy, because he'd be like, I am going to use the most advanced scientific inventions to fucking kill you. And the Roadrunner would be like... <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, God, he's just, he's just being cruel to this animal. But he, like, he gets on that animal's... Roadrunner's like, yo, dude, you got to stop ordering shit from Jet. Wiley Coyote cartoons are the height of human achievement. We will they're, never they're, do better. They're, they're, they're the the best thing that ever happened. I, I one agree. Of, you guys watch I agree. Universe? One of the best things... One of the, the, and sorry, I'm uh, going to drop a name, but like one of the things I'm most proud of is I was able to thank Chuck Jones oh, That's wow. for oh. making... Roadrunner That's and how awesome. great they so, are. Those are always sure my never heard that before. Yeah. Uh, just I, look, hey man, it's like it, I, I I got to tell Frank Oz that he taught me how to count. If if I met Chuck Jones, I wouldn't know how to breathe around. Yeah. I did not, and I was so young. I was like nineteen, so I just had no filter and no chill, and I talked to him. I talked Good. his ear off for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's the right thing to do when you're eighteen. I know, and Chuck I Jones. cherish the photo that I have uh, that I got to take with that's him. That's awesome. Yeah. That's extraordinary. Uh, that's, that's great. So if th- it is really hard to watch Looney Tunes cartoons these days. They just put out a Boomerang app. You can get on like Net. It's it's on mm-hmm. iOS or whatever, and it's this bizarre peace of mind that I can just watch a six minute Looney Tunes cartoon Anytime you on watch. my phone. Yep. There's. Uh, do you guys so watch? I, uh, you watch Steven Universe? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a Steven Universe episode that, that I start watching. I'm just like. About three minutes in, you're like, oh, wait, they're doing the Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Did I tell you to check that out? Uh, uh, no, uh, that w- that was actually came from a, a, a couple other people. But then afterward, you were like, you grabbed me, and you're like, why weren't you watching that the whole time? Yeah. Right. Uh, because I completely missed that yeah. somehow. But yeah, there's a Steven Universe episode that's a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. I'm just it's like, it's just funny how he, ha- he basically incredible. had like some fucked up version of Amazon Prime now before anybody else did. And it only delivered broken ass shit. I love <laughs> I love that no, so the, much. The, gadgets, so the was... gadgets were never faulty. It was the way he used them. No, the gadgets were faulty as fuck. Yeah, Hold on. So? Yo, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. When you when you buy a thing that's supposed to be exploding birdseed and you put it down and it doesn't fucking explode until you walk up and eat it yourself, that's not a human error. That's a manufacturer's fault. Right. That holds up in court. I wish there was an Earth 2 where Jeff Bezos just named Amazon Acme. <laughs> that would be, would that be great. That would be so fucking be awesome. I mean, fuck. That would you know, there were, when I was growing up in, a, in oh, Ohio. God, another delivery from Acme. Yeah. There were Acme stores in Ohio and oh, they yeah, were like yeah. Costco's. Yeah. They were like huge. They were the biggest at that time. They were the biggest stores you'd ever seen. And you walk in, it's like the Acme store, the Acme Click, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, why can't I buy a giant, giant box of exploding bird seed?" Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's a tough market. I've never heard of anyone in my life go. I ordered this catapult from the internet, and it works perfectly. Also, one thing that's very strange is 
I know what an anvil is from cartoons. Yeah, like I know great. what an, you immediately know what an anvil is. You you identify it. and You're like that's an anvil. That's the thing you used to crush animals from the sky. <laughs> yeah, I find out years later that it's used for actual like huh. rending of metal, it's and it's also like a, it's like for I, it, for uh, theaters too. Yeah. I have I have it, a it, legitimate. It, I I own a giant anvil that was in my yeah. grandfather's no, workshop. It, and the make, only reason I, yeah. I I wanted it is because I love because cartoons. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They also make they also make little baby ones. <laughs> yeah. Like you can get small ones. For, no, I have for like making, a wily coyote size. Like it takes like, two people to lift it. Anvil. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, well, I love like, the point you're I, making here. Oh, go ahead. So, go ahead. so the thing is, I know what an anvil is. I've I've used one a handful of times in the most fucking bizarre and and poorly thought out art school adventures possible. It hit me the other day. I don't know what the fuck a patio is. That's a word I see on menus all the time. I have patio furniture. I do not know what the definition of a patio is. The thing in your in the back. What does that mean? A yard and a terrace? No, it's a porch. It's it's a designated like floored area behind a house or behind a living area. It's an open air. Like a yard is a yard is is grass, right? You can't have like a stone yard, but Mm -hmm. that's a designated area for like sitting and eating behind a. Establishment of living, a yeah, floor, but, like, but but still open air. That's that's, that's like, a pretty easy one to land by, on. By fucking eight years old, I was like, I understand anvils, and it hit me the other day that I was like, I still have some <laughs> level of confusion. You know what word? I, what word I don't understand is cul-de-sac. Oh, I love the cul-de-sac. Oh, sure. do, you, do you want to know what cul-de-sac? It's is? just I, a big I know what I know what it's supposed to be. Do you, but know, do you know what it translates as? What the translation of cul-de-sac is literally in French, ass of the bag. Like, yeah. like, well, what does like it have to, when you say culo in Spanish, it means asshole, whatever. Right, but what does it have to do with streets that you... If you look at the shape of a cul-de-sac, it is, it is, a, it a, is a, a, a line drawing of a bag. A cul-de-sac is a, is a dead end that's circular. So it's like a sack. If you, draw, if you draw it on paper, if you draw the sidewalk... Oh, why don't they just call it a dead end? Uh, because, because a, a dead end is straight. Yeah. Because you can ride a bike in a circle around it. This a cul-de-sac has a, a cul-de-sac has like a, you know... It's it's round. It's you like can, a, it's like you, a, can a you can drive through you can drive through a cul-de-sac with one circular motion. You once you're at a dead end, you cannot move yeah. your steering but every wheel in any direction to get out. But every cul-de-sac is a dead end. Well, no, but because but, a cul-de-sac doesn't like you, it's, end it. It's not so a, if you say if you say to the you, left, it circles around yeah. in a circle like a roundabout and comes back the way it came. Now you guys are lying. No, a, col- a cul-de-sac is a, yeah. a cul-de-sac is a roundabout with anyway. That's the county button. Thank you. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I got what it. about that? What about like what's that? A tushy coal? Was that the the communally used? Oh, like the, piece the tush of, wood the that... tush of the street. No, oh, no, no. The, 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 wizard, tush, the, wizard, wizard, the wizard's pussy. That's a, no, no. Tushy coal was the was the communally used piece of wood that you used to clean your rear after defecating in medieval times. Oh, so yeah, kept the old asshole stick. Yeah, it was a stick that everybody shared and used to clean your your your. Our yeah, new podcast. Your butt after uh, after yeah, this yeah, is a family place. We call that the brown brush. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the comedy button. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks. Did we really just Thank teach you. people what a cul-de-sac and a patio are? We did. We also used the word bodacious twice and the word pussy three times, which means we'll never be cool, smart, or do kisses. <laughs> I'm Brian. That's Max. That's Scott. That's Ryan. And that's Jerry. Let me pitch my <laughs> podcast. Pocketsfullsoup.com. Tell us more. Uh, it's a show. I do it. Uh, you ought to come and listen to it because uh, uh, you should give these fine boys money, but you also come to my show and listen to it and then give me money too. Yeah, because we've been on your show. Pockets Full of Soup show. is a show where you talk to one person one on one about yeah. all kinds of shit. It's, it's an interview show. Initially, you ask them, them, tell us about a thing you're thankful for or the, 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 uh, the, the most important day of your life or whatever. You, you've gotten weird and experimental with it, which I love. Uh, but most importantly, it's about you having a conversation with people. It's about uh, it's about happy things. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's not always ha- it's not saccharine. We, we don't go for that. But like the time the- I came on and told the story about living in New York City during September 11th. And yet, even that had a had a a, a glimmer of hope at the it end. Did, of it, it did. Yeah, it did. It's yeah. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very your story was incredible. But yeah, yeah, pockets pockets is a, a little show about about stories and the things yeah. that happen in our lives, good and bad. If um, you like our garbage show, listen to this show because it's it's a much better show. It's also no, available it's in, in video form. And uh, yeah, it's on video. It's on YouTube. YouTube. You can watch on YouTube. You can listen on iTunes, YouTube.com slash Pockets Full of Soup. It is. Uh, cool. Yeah. YouTube.com yeah, slash Pockets Full yep. of Soup.com or wherever. And or even better, Patreon.com slash Jared Petty. That's right. Hit, support good people so they can make good shit. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys. Also and follow Jared on Twitter. And yeah, support us too at Patreon.com slash The Comedy Button. Patreon.com slash Comedy Button. You know the fucking deal by now. Uh, yeah, kick us a dollar or more a month. You get extra episodes. Head on over to TheComedyButton.com. We've got movie commentaries there. Uh, we're recording a brand new one this 
this weekend. I'm not sure what yet, but we have some ideas, and they're all very Are we random. Doing that this weekend? I'm hoping it's Hook. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hook would be amazing. We're also you breaking. Do Hook without me? I'll be. I'll be. We're breaking news to Scott tonight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. What's sorry. This? Scott looks so sad right now. Are we doing it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday, isn't it the day you're... Yeah, I know. I got a fucking barbecue. He's not coming. Yeah, so head over to patreon.com slash comedy button yeah, because we, we try to, to now. make a bunch of shit and, you know, anyway, <laughs> stuff. find all our, the things we do. And well, great. Just go on. Come find me and give me all your money. There's head that out. screeching halt. Head out on that the web. My weekend. Uh, all silliness aside, thank you guys for having me here. Of course, I really, really enjoy visiting. We love you so um, much. We're going to have you back. No, you, you, y'all have supported me in every aspect of my life, good days and bad. Uh, you continue to bring me in here, and every time, it's a true delight. You're just some of the most marvelously amicable people Jeez, I've ever had. Christ, the check is you, in the mail, fucking, Jared. You say that, but I actually made a point of just bullying you on wednesdays because you seem like too cheerful for a wednesday what what's that for a wednesday i would just like low dose poison you like little just dabbles of arsenic and i would like mess your shit up a tiny bit I'd on wednesdays i take your At pens work? i love did you. you do that every wednesday yeah i would I is would. that where my pens went yeah i took all your pens you took my pens yeah i knew they were disappearing was that really you yeah, I'd swap I thought out it was your, John Ryan. I'd swap out your keyboard with a different keyboard where three of the keys were broken. Jerry, personally, I love you. And when I saw you outside before, I called you a big, bald sunshine bear and gave you a hug. Oh, <laughs> that makes me happy. Yeah, thanks but for coming, no, Jerry. I, I mean, really, I, I fucking all, hate you. Get out of my house. Now, all silliness aside, guys, I, they talked to you about Patreon. And so these are four extraordinary human beings. You don't meet Who? people this kind and this full of love and goodness very often. No, we're terrible, dude. We're and don't listen boys. to them when they tell you they're terrible. Um, we're bad boys. Smoking. I've known so these people for years, and we they've know. invested yeah, no, ridiculous amounts we're of great. time Give and care <laughs> in making the people around them's lives better. We they're we're trying to do really that, yeah. the good guys. It, it's, um, and we know how to fuck. Someday all four of these guys will be angels. So. Yeah, that's or skeletons. This episode of the Comedy Button is brought to you by ASMR. That's right, the Adam Sandler Music Resource. The Asthma. Hi, this is ASMR. All right, everyone. Oh, Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon. It's and my have a voice great turning night. you on. And Gerald, you're one of my best friends, and thanks for joining <laughs> the club. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Andrew Rowland, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Luis Cancado, Matt Shotroff, Paul Gravovac. And Paula Shaw.